I'm so hot right now, guys. Just take off your shirt if you need to. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. But we can barely see your bra. We can only see the top. Hello, and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. Tonight, we are recapping our momcation round two. We recently all got back from the Care for the Caregiver retreat with Kate Swenson. Tonight at the table, I have Kim McIsaac. Hello. Jen Dunn. Hi, everyone. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. And Jamie Ramos. Hello. And I am Rachel Flanagan. Okay, so let's see what a week we've had. You guys, I'm just so grateful to be home and to have such a great experience for both our podcast and just like all of us. We killed it last week. I just think it's so cool to not be worrying about it, to not be living in like craziness of it, but to be home and just have done such great work together. I'm so proud to be a table for Fiverr, ladies. We really did. That was great. I laughed and you said you're happy to be home. I'm like, well, your commute was hard, but you had more bags and stuff to carry. Your trunk was so full. I've never seen so many things coming. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful that I brought less home than I brought to the retreat. There was lots (laughs) of baskets, lots of gifts. Wish I could say the same thing. Wish I could say the same thing. Luggage was 56 pounds, people, so. Oh, my God. Like, we will get through this whole trip, but I just want to let our viewers on the cliffs, you know, the edge of their seats know that the McIsaacs did go overweight uh, on the way But it wasn't your fault this time, right? This is the thing. It was not not my fault. It was Neil. Neil Neil McIsaac. Yeah, while we were taking photos, he was shopping at Lowe's hobba freight in savers and he bought some tools while he was in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so saying, you know, just to really jump back to the beginning, you guys, I was saying that I listened to the uh whoa, I listened to the momcation first episode just today as a little refresh. And what struck me was that we were so apprehensive and just so anxious and we were so worried about so many different things. I mean, what if we weren't who we said we were? catfish style and also where would we be going and how would we get there and what would we wear and this time we just arrived like a bunch of on a mission and I'm just like we just killed it thrilled really we knew the hotel we walked we knew yeah (laughs) we did we knew the layout we'd been there before yeah we did a lot of prep work I mean there's so many months of prep work for that weekend for us we didn't know So let's tell our listeners the whole lowdown because we have a bunch of people that we, that listen to us frequently that we met, which was incredible, but we have Mm -hmm. a lot of listeners that were not able to make the uh, pilgrimage to Minnesota. So let's kind of start at the beginning. Kate Swenson from Finding Cooper's Voice, a dear friend of ours that everyone knows, has a foundation called the More Than Project. And together her and Amanda have kind of begun to throw these amazing retreats for their followers and caregivers to sort of keep people inspired, motivated, and connected. And this year we had the opportunity to host parts. And I mean, that's kind of the lowdown, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The speakers that were at this year's event were awesome. We had the opportunity before we left Uh, which our listeners have heard, to talk to Adrian Wood and also to Lori Helmut and Lisa Candera. Just what a great time. Yeah, it it was a whirlwind. 
I mean, that weekend was back to back to back to back for us. I feel like the difference between last year and this year was last year we were attendees. And so it felt like we got to make like really significant connections with people while we were there. Like we had time to kind of chat and learn about them. And I feel like this year was good, but different for us as far as like preparing for it. And then we were just running the whole time. (laughs) There was no down. And last year, we just had the event on Saturday, on Sunday and then on the, the, Sunday, the yeah. short event on Saturday night. And yeah. we came in on Thursday. Most yeah. of us came in and came in on Friday. And this year it was like we had stuff Friday all day. And Saturday went from 8 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like what we were helping out with. And then I think by Sunday, I don't even know if we were alive. <laughs> I know. Yeah, last year was much more last year was like a brunch this year was a retreat like it was just more of a I think I'm the odd one out not that not that no one at this table I don't mean like that but a lot of people that's a long day for a lot of people I love those kind of days where it's kind of like hops from one kind of person to the next we had the breakouts and because we got to interview people I think that's actually why I enjoyed it so much uh, more than maybe if I was just sitting in the audience because we got to recap it after with the speakers the presenters, I just, I thought that part was, that was like one of my favorite things of the whole weekend. I was interviewing the speakers after. I loved doing that. Well, I think Saturday just overall, I think it like for everyone, it was like really fulfilling because you got different people's point of views. You heard from a lot of speakers and I would say it feels like a packed day, but there was a lot of breaks and time in between time to chat and people. And that's what I was going to say too, about how Taz was talking about, like last year we were like more we were participants of this year, we were like presenting. So it was like more pressure, anxiety, prep, all that stuff. But it was kind of cool because Rach said on our recap with Amanda, she was talking about how someone said to her, you know, go a couple years and then give someone else a chance to go because there's only so many slots. It was kind of like that for us this year where we got to watch other people make connections. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just talking yeah. About, like, I would get to talk to someone like really quickly and then I would have to run off and do something. And that person was on their own. They came by themselves. And then I would see like a couple hours later, they had connected with someone and they were like hanging out with that person the rest of the weekend. And I was like, this is so odd. Like, it was so cool to see that, even though I couldn't necessarily make all those connections as much as I wish I could have myself, but it was cool other people do that and to be part of facilitating that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was neat. And I think too, part of that like pressure and feeling was because we didn't know how it was going to go with like all the recording and all the equipment and how the room was, how we were going to change over the room and like all of that stuff was kind of packed into those breaks that other people were like chilling and connecting with each other. We were hungry. Yeah, we were starving. And I I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think that it had like a different feel for us. I mean, like this year, I wish I could have talked to more people. I wish I could have made more connections with other moms that I relate to but the flip side of that is that we did all these cool amazing things all weekend long Mm -hmm. and I think it was just a different feel than the first year well I think the really cool thing is that we went last year and obviously we've met each other we've gotten to know Amanda better we've gotten to know Kate better so like those relationships we have built we got to expand on those five crazy friends who decided to start a podcast together who don't understand (laughs) anything about technology (laughs) doing one in person and logistically figuring that out without killing each other like I will say overall there were some times we got like you know we're all strong women here we bicker sometimes but it was never like we came in prepared and we like we prepared like a 
live podcast and presented in front of people. Rachel and Kimmy figured out how to do the whole game and how the room should be. I somehow figured out how to record it, which was really my husband having me bring one cord and hoping that it worked. And that it work. <laughs> yeah. But like we figured all this stuff out and we did that together, which was really cool. Like I just recently thought about this that week because, you know, we're used to planning the podcast, but presenting in front of people, we couldn't edit ourselves in front of people. Mm -hmm. Like I, it was really cool that we did that. So successful about it too, is that each of us broke off what parts we were going to do alone together as a team who was going to lead this. And we could rely on each other for whatever we needed, but we each got to bring forward something that nobody else had to worry about that everybody mm -hmm. else could just focus on their part. And I think that that probably added to all of our anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, I've got the blinders on about this effing game, which has video, which has audio, but I have no idea what cord Jamie's bringing. Like, <laughs> uh, like, yeah. So I had to have my own systems. Like, I think we probably overworked a couple of things and over anxious. Cause like I couldn't communicate with you. Cause I was winging it too. You couldn't communicate with me. Cause we didn't know the answers, but we both carried the weight of like making sure that could be captured, recorded, whatever. And then because it was, and we all peaked. I mean, it was just awesome. It was awesome. Well, we I'm also sorry, had no clue what we were all doing really in the, so it all worked out. Yeah. We all had new elements of it. Jen's really great because she's done a lot of trade shows and stuff. So she could give us tips on things, but this was like a podcast at the same time. So she doesn't know about that. We don't, you know, so it was just, it's amazing that it worked out and that I'm just proud of us. Cause we figured that out. Like, and I can barely find the link to log on every Monday. I'm certainly not going you know, <laughs> to that. But the other thing, Jamie, and, or I think it was you, Jamie, that said this when we were all chatting before, or when you were editing it, how it, it was almost like having that immediate reaction from people. Like even when we were sitting there, when we say something, we don't usually have people laugh back yeah. at what saying, like yeah. live, you know? Yeah, that so that was, really was like cool. a little, I mean, that was just so different. And I mean, we're not all criers. Some of us at the table cry a little more. Some of us are huggers. You know, it just, it is what it is. But to have that immediate reaction from people that were, you know, right there. And also for me, like, I remember looking up and seeing people standing because there was no, there was no seating left. Oh, it was yeah, literally standing only. And that was like, wow. You know, it was just like, this is amazing. This room is packed. And they stayed. It wasn't like standing room in the beginning. And then like you're like, I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, it, it was, was really, really fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah, so we were told 80 people and we're like, maybe, maybe there'll be 50. This is and so then, funny because you guys keep saying this. You've said it. And, well, that's and what, but that's what it. we were told. We were told. No, no, no. But I mean, like, like about the about the numbers, you're like, we yeah. didn't think people were going to come. Me and Rachel were like, people are going to show up. Everyone well, will show up. I mean, up. back in the beginning, Rachel was also saying the same thing with the way that it was set up, where like there was this big break, people could be going out for dinner. They might not make it back in time for like the start of the podcast. Hey, I will say personally, after a long day like that and then a, a dinner break for a long time, I probably would have gone to a restaurant and been back an hour late. <laughs> I wasn't coming at you, Kimmy. I'm just saying, oh, no, no, I, I always no. thought people were going to come back. I was I, thankful I that people would show up. <laughs> I was just saying that, <laughs> for like, you guys at least. People who ran it told us they expected 80 people. Yeah. And then they put seats out for 120 just in case. Yeah. And then we had 
at least 20 people standing in the back in a yeah. side room filled with people. It was just a lot more than, um, yeah. See, I know. thought people would be in line at the taco truck because quite yeah. frankly, a taco over us, I don't know, it'd be dicey. So it was just, it was crazy when we walked out, when we walked down and like, we like peeked in the room and they're like, oh, the room's full. I didn't go in the room until we walked in and I'm like, whoa, the room's full. Yeah. It felt very warm. It felt like there was like, who's, it was so full of people. It was amazing. It was so I love that stuff. It was fun. It was it so was different fun. too, like talking about our children and each other to people, as opposed to like just talk, even though obviously we're talking to an audience audience when we record the podcast, but it really more feels like we're talking to each other. And this was such a different experience where it's like you were just looking at the people. They were watching, they were listening. So it's like, you know, when I'm talking about Alyssa, I'm talking about Alyssa to a room fair full of people. Like I've never had that experience before. So that was like, I thought that was really cool. I watched myself back a lot of the video. I watched all of us and we were all pretty focused on each other. Like we were so, because we're so used to just you know, listening to each other. And I think for me being live, like I was in between Kimmy and Tab. So I felt safe. Like I could watch her, I could watch her. But when I would glance in the audience, like if I was crying or Rachel was crying, I mean, that, that doesn't happen all that often with Rachel Flanagan, but you know, on the <laughs> off chance, there were people crying, like, or, you know, people laughing hysterically. We, I think what the girls are trying to say and what we feel so deeply is we know we connect with people and that people connect with us. Yeah. Whether that's this point or that point. But the thing that came that I came away with is that it isn't always some big profound piece of our story. It's the fact that I said adopted one time. Jamie said grumpy one time. Tab said um, mentioned a grief episode. Jen mentioned travel. Kim mentioned I didn't know my daughter would be an inspiration. Like these are big and little parts of the thing that we said. And what happens is that those sentences strike people like electricity when it's the thing that they need to hear or when it's paralleling their story and to actually feel the energy of the room go <sighs> when I said like oh my daughter believes that it's her job to change the world with a hug and the room goes oh and I'm like I know it oh my god my favorite part and like I would say the first like audience reaction was your first question like my question I went and it was like does your son know he's autistic blah blah and I answered mine and then yours was like a really similar question and you were like well and the whole room already knew silly so they all immediately laughed before and it was like the first like huge reaction I feel like to anything I loved it so much because it was so rewarding yeah. and I feel like that was the first time we were like oh like <laughs> we oh, knew look, there were people, people in the room, in this room. Yeah, but it was like, you know, like they were into it and in this room and they knew us and that, you know, I know yeah. not everyone in that room probably knew us and hopefully we got some new listeners from that. Hello, if you're new, but mm -hmm. like, like people that knew us were in that room and like at that first table, we had like Lori Hillman was there and Rachel Lack and I could see Renee standing in the room, like friends of ours that we've met throughout like our journey together of the five of us. And it was like mm -hmm. so cool to have them and to have new people. I just love Yeah, it. I know. I met a lot it's of new people this year. I met so many new people this year, but you know, what's interesting. Like, I think you, you said it and it's like with us, when you go back and you see Renee, it's like, oh, hey friend. Like, it doesn't seem like a year has passed because we see each other's faces on the internet every day. You know, it just feels very familiar when you, like when we saw Julia, I mean, it just seems like, hey girl, saw you last weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we started the weekend with a bunch of our friends that we've had on the podcast at a blog squad lunch, which I just want to say 
was so funny because what What did we do before our blog squad lunch, Rachel? Okay, I'm sorry. Let's jump to Hilda. I'm so sorry. I mean, there was lots of stuff that happened before this blog squad lunch, but I'm bringing up my agenda (laughs) over here because I wanted to hit the points. Okay, so before Friday midday, let's start at the beginning recap rewind this year we met with our homegirl hilda again which is the most extraordinary woodbury minnesota photographer uh with an autistic son and an extraordinary assistant named michelle Teresa. i only know that because i called her Teresa, and it turns out to be her middle name <laughs> and she was she met us at a new location which was awesome if you're in minnesota this year or you're coming back next year you're catching this up because you're coming to our retreat which is what i'm hoping comes from all of this <laughs> go to the freight house freight house people it's great best french fries and ranch the whole trip water ranch was so good so good so good gosh darn it so good and then we had ricky our like the the main fella there tabs he was a dream boat to work with but then i mean yeah, did we both hug him at the end i think so I think yeah well, there, let's be honest there was one server that did not enjoy our five company people she did not she was not happy we were we were there which I don't know why we were not in her way. I probably know why. Out of shape. Like she was she bent saw out us of shape. On the camera, looking at the, pouring the alcohols behind the bar. We did not pour the alcohol. We did not pour the I know it was like a fake. I was not behind food. the bar. They were, the, the freight house was nice because they opened up the restaurant early for us. We thank them for that. It was a fun time. It was a good time. This year, mm-hmm. uh, instead of our first color scheme we went with a different one i'm sure this will be revealed by the time this episode comes out I'm let's not see sure so, about the choices but we'll see we'll see i think i it think looks it looks good great and i didn't see my eyes were crossed i don't know how much work hilda's got ahead of her i think she's gonna regret that decision mm-hmm. we'll, see. we'll see i look like i can do it if she can it's gonna be great following the freight house we did a little sound check situation And then we went straight to the tavern. And this is one of my favorite parts because this prior to the blog squad lunch, I was thinking, isn't this glorious? This is going to be like a clash of all the Minnesota moms that I love with all the guests that we've had on with all of the writer friends that we want to have on all in one place. And we get there and sure enough, all those people are sitting there, but on a huge round table on one side is all my Minnesota writer friends. And then at a big, huge rectangle in another spot was all the other people that have been on our podcast. And then suddenly we find ourselves at a table for five. <laughs> that was the funniest part. That was the funniest part. Well, yeah. we were so disappointed I didn't eat there. But I really like the food at the freight house. So I don't feel too bad. But, uh, and I ate there again later. Best ranch and fries ever. Um, I mean, we weren't worried, worried, but we we're like, man, we're not gonna have as much time together this trip. Cause we're super busy. And so it was just really funny that like, we made sure we had our lunch after our photo shoot so we could be together. And then we go to this other location to be in a group lunch and we're sat together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like, hi, we want to be with everyone. Yeah. Like just us, not just together with other people. We, it was just, it was just yeah, we didn't look very inclusive, but ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, we would have been, we tried to be. We did not try to table for five R five anyway. So then we did that following that we had like a little moment, I feel like, and then we went to Kate's for her VIP event, which was, I would say as awesome as last year, last year, we all fangirled on the momcation first episode about being in the place where she records the things we weren't fangirling about Kate, but it was suddenly weird to be in her kitchen. And mm-hmm. it's weirder that everything is flip-flopped this year. I felt like we knew just where to be. We just, we knew the drinks were going to be too strong. And so we just 
showed up ready to party. Say we knew where the corners were, where to hide out, where like where the cool areas were by those windows. That's where it's coolest because there's like a million people in our house. Yeah, that was fun. But everything that we did for me went by incredibly fast. Each chunk of an event, like even though we had so much packed in, like so much was packed into Friday. And then all of a sudden, Tabs and I were in bed at 10 o'clock. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> I was thankful. Oh, we I was together. Either. That came out wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, they were rude. We were just at the hotel waiting for pizza for a long, long time. That, <laughs> was, that was the three-hour pizza break, wasn't it? Yeah, and then you guys got the bar, the bar pizza or whatever. Oh, the, my God. It wasn't the Listen, right pizza. The thing that reminded me about fr- from our first episode that had me rolling today is that in our first year, we were moaning on the first episode about the waitress, which I'm doing sign language, but not on the episode. And I literally was so grossed out by her service that I wrote her a handwritten tip to go make some coffee when six of your customers asked for it. And she showed up again this year. Yeah. But the people outside of that grumple lump, who got a little better. She's like a fine wine, I guess. She's aging, getting better with time. The rest of them were incredible. Outstanding yeah. from the front desk to Mimi, who runs the show with one arm because the other one's in a sling, yep. to yeah. the guy of all trades who is not so, the head of my team. Oh, that guy. Jennifer, the bartender. Jennifer, the bartender. I mean, the whole the whole hotel, and to the listeners who weren't there, uh, we, we took over the Sheraton Woodbury. I mean- we took it over so and to that waitress's credit it's probably because we were there last year and none of the employees seemed very happy i'm guessing it was under new management or new people and so and everyone was just so friendly and ha- like the front yeah. desk guy was like so nice and every time we came down for something he's like you ladies are gonna be late because he saw like the big group leave and then like me and uh kimmy and brie would leave like <laughs> 10 minutes later he's like and i was like you know what we're fashionably late, <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was so friendly there. I loved it. Yeah. Yep. It was so good. Thank Last you. year was like the tail end of the pandemic also. So like, I feel like they weren't really prepared to have so many people, even though it was not oh, yes. there as many people as this year. I don't think they were prepared to have, like, I just don't think they had the enough staff in the kitchen. Yeah. I mean, at one point, the one of the nights, the restaurant was like completely closed because they didn't have staff. And it was just like a weird Still um, recovering. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was the tail end of the, pan- the pandemic and still struggling to get staff and, you know, whatever else. Yeah. So much different from last year, and, and we've mentioned this, but this year, then Saturday was all at that hotel. So I think the first chance that everybody kind of had together, there was a uh, morning breakfast, but then Kate and Amanda sort of shared their goals for the weekend and shared a little bit about what got them there. Then Mary Barbera went, and I enjoyed speaking with her afterwards because we have had so many people ask about our process of a podcast and sort of our process of like bringing our message to the people. And so it was fun to talk to Mary about how her business has changed both with podcasting and now going back into in-person because she's done so much online stuff. From there, Lisa Candera spoke and I actually missed that one. I think, was that when we were all talking with Adrian? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Because I also missed that. I was in with Lisa to get like content and you guys, I'm pretty sure we're all talking to Adrian. Yeah. So I saw it. it was really great. And we had just had her on the podcast. It was a lot of the a similar stuff, but it was really cool 
to see a room full of, of caregivers hear her message because we all know how great it is. And when she did her Q&A at the end, so many people were asking questions because it was like, what is this woman all about? So if you haven't listened to our episode with her, make sure you go back and listen to that in our expert series because she's pretty awesome. She is. Awesome. She was just as awesome in person. Mm-hmm. She really... It, She's, we'll get to who I fangirled over hard in a second. Um, so after Lisa, we had a brief lunch and then it was Lori Hellman's turn. And I was all five of us were in that room from beginning to end. And I think I felt as many emotions as Celie does in one day. I was proud of her. I was proud of Skylar. I was sobbing for them. I was loving for them and hoping for them and celebrating mm-hmm. for them. I mean, it was like an exhausting hour because we just got to like, Fast forward. The roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was fantastic. Her her presentation, her speech was incredible. Yeah. She's a great speaker. Yeah. I think, you know, we talk so often to Kim, who is further in this like arc of time in autism or alongside autism. And so for me, like the immediate takeaway of Lori is this long life lived and like all these things tried and this perspective that she's gotten, but her real essence of her speech and her message and even of her book that I listened to and fast forward since we've gotten home is about forgiving yourself and loving yourself and being okay with what you have to give and And not blaming yourself and all of that. And it's Mm -hmm. just so healing. You think in your analytical mind or you're in your heart that you're hearing this message about like the length of time or their family's journey and how far they've come. And really this, like you're doing it, you're killing it. You're slaying is running right through. It's just well, in, her, in her interview with us, she talked about how the two things she doesn't really talk about, but she did in the talk was single parenting and seizures and how that she got the most comments from those two things after she spoke, even though it's like something that she doesn't generally talk about, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, the most questions about it. I loved her. And yeah. she's just fantastic human being in person, like fun and warm yes. and kind and lovely I think right along that same vein is Adrian Wood you guys Mm -hmm. are meeting her for the first time in person and it's crazy how many people have I've been pimping and promoting this Adrian Wood that I love for a very long time and so many people have come up to me like she's everything she's everything you said and like I know she's just as genuine and hysterical and fun yeah packed she's so fun and we had her on fun. the podcast kind of early on, right? Was it kind of early? Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah. Gosh, that seems like so long ago now. Mm-hmm. No um, also, Wendy Anderson was at the weekend, which was great. It was nice to hear from another um, special needs mom that doesn't necessarily have the same lane, you know, traveled as we do. Yeah. Her story was really interesting and cool. With a lot of us, like we all tell our diagnosis stories of our children and hear from each other and like we can recognize a lot of things but her journey to an autism diagnosis came after a lot of other things and so her journey to get there I'm like oh man I'm exhausted by my journey but I'm really exhausted by your journey so she was really cool and she's an awesome lady she like yeah does it all like seriously I was like I am I'm tired for you I need to do it so good and then so after wendy there was that dinner break that we talked about then the table for five crammed the house I mean, you guys, we were fantastic. All the people that wrote in the questions were awesome. I feel like we've not answered those same points before, which I love because I feel like we get lots of the same kind of 
stuff, like a different phrasing. It was dope. And then we had 109 people submit to our survey for the game, which allowed us to like take that further than we've had games. I mean, I was laughing. Jamie, I said- that game seriously. I mean, that was fun to see as well as how kind of invested each table was. Those mm -hmm. women were not messing around. I was trying really hard to listen so that I wouldn't miss something that I should like flip over. So I barely engaged with the room during the game. I was just like, okay, do it. Okay, don't mess this up, you know? I made the um, mistake of going out there and they were like, make sure she knows that we said this. And I was like, okay, I just played <laughs> for the raffle. Well, and it was funny how many people answered the same. Like, I didn't expect that. Yes. You know, so many people, like all the tables, one or two of the questions, like all answered the same. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Tabitha supported time. me telling me what to write down for the answers. So it worked out perfect. <laughs> yeah. Be right on track with that. I said one time I go, um, erase your answers and write another one. <laughs> My one job. It was perfect. Oh. It was perfect. Oh yeah, oh. it was so fun. And then that party. And then talk about the party. I mean, talk about the party. And actually the funniest part in that, and you can in someone made the reel is when Rachel was not frantically, but like looking underneath for something she bumped the cupcakes that we had gotten Kate. So the candles, like the candles tipped over. So when, so then we closed the podcast and said happy birthday to her and Rachel was presenting her with a cupcake. It was supposed to have a candle. So Rachel just holds the lighter lit. Kate's like, this is so trashy. I love it. (laughs) And then she blew it. And then something spectacular happened. It was so fun. So Rachel, I'll let you tell the story. Oh my gosh. So right after the table for five went, the um, Rachel Lack and some of the other moms that we know kind of worked with Amanda to throw this surprise party. And so for Kate for her 40th birthday. So suddenly after the longest birthday song of life, which was like crazy, the, this wall shot away. And then there was a DJ and a disco wall behind. Can we talk about how this wall shot away? So no one was showing (laughs) up to to take down the wall, to open the wall. So probably 15 moms from the back of the house climbed onto the walls and basically put the walls away hold on they tried it took Mimi with one arm oh yeah yes to give it its final push in yes Yes. but it was just like the resources showing up showing up in the the longest happy birthday song they got it long because it took a long time to get those walls down (laughs) it was so funny because you just see we just look in the back of the room and there's like i think kate was the one who drew my attention to it there's literally like women crawling the wall but that's a special needs mom at its finest you got a problem we'll come up with the resources you got a wall to take down we'll get that get it down yeah. I loved watching that. And then that was like, I, I mean, I know that you guys were all there, so I, I know, but being in that moment and like looking around and, you know, people we do are doing a conga line or whatever it's called thing yeah. through there. And like, it was just, I mean, I totally fun. missed that. I don't know where I was. That I was missed the conga so too. I fun. Not that, but Amanda DeLuca, if you're listening, you made me get in that line, but just all of it, the dancing, new kids came on, Jamie was doing her thing. Like it was just fun. Kimmy yeah. was dancing. Jimmy, yeah. finally. Well, I go in the room. I like, we're on the hall, me and Jen. I was like, are you going to dance? And she's like, ah. And I was like, where's Tabitha? I don't know where Tabitha was in the beginning. I was like, I'm gonna going in there dancing by myself. I mean, there are other moms dancing, but I just didn't know any of them well enough to like <laughs> dance with them. And then finally I found Tabitha and I was like, okay, 
you'll dance with me. I know it. So we went and danced. And then slowly everyone, Rachel came back, Kimmy came back, Jen was dancing. And the new kids is really what got Jen. And then by the end of oh it, oh my God. So I, fun all together. I listen, I want you to know, I don't think I flipped those candles over. And if there's a reel of me actually flipping the candles, that's great. Cause I'd love to see the evidence of this, but the evidence that Jamie caught on one moment of the dance floor that absolutely gives me life is when the first few bars of the new kids start playing and Jen, like there's this jolt that moves through her and Jamie caught this whole thing on video. It's like the best 17 seconds of the weekend. Do you I remember this too? I really don't know where I was for any of these things. I didn't see it. I only saw the video, but the video gives me life. Caddy, like Lori, in the back of the room talking. No, no, like I didn't hear. I wasn't there for that because I did not hear the new kid song at all. So I wasn't like present for that. I I don't know where I was. I might have been at the other bar. That song of the night. With I did go up and change my shirt, so like it could have happened then too. But like, I see these videos and I'm like, where where was I? I don't know. So funny. So um, it turns out that Brie, our DJ of the night, was also a caregiver, which is something that we were able to recap before. But it's just so cool how magnetic and universal the energy felt mm-hmm. and that it just even carried over to all of the people wanting to help us enjoy our time, you know? Yeah. And then Infectious. they played my theme song at the end. I mean, that was just... <laughs> Kim was living her best life. She got to play the family feud of the same day as her theme song played right yes. there on the... <laughs> dance for oh my god what was your theme song um starships but oh okay but it's like my family's theme song but like it, it actually is that's what and i said this on amina's thing too they ended the night the dj who I, was very sweet and this is, it sounds like someone kept asking according to amanda she yeah. ended the night with con i joe and i i literally said i was like this is one of the most disappointing things that has ever happened <laughs> yeah i will tell you the most disappointing thing to me is that i requested tupac and they played an edited version of Ooh. Tupac. Yeah, that's sad. Highly disappointed in that. Moms were ready. They were ready. Are you they kidding were, me? That the room moms was were filled ready. with ready. 30 to 40 year olds, mostly would be my guess of the age bracket. <laughs> they have heard a Tupac <laughs> unedited version in their lifetime. Listen, they were ready by then too, because they were all going. Oh, we like, don't need what? edited this... versions. Have they heard this podcast? I mean, come on. <laughs> Adrian cracks me up every time I see. Oh my oh God. My it looks like she breaks a hip in one of Kate's reels and it's like gives me life. I love Kate that said so that. much. Kate said that she took a video over and she's like, I just got her breaking a hip. <laughs> <laughs> she said that to me. I was standing right next to her. I was yeah, she danced dying. most of the night. Yeah, she did. She was getting down. You know, I have to say there was this early part where a very well, where the birthday girl doesn't like. She, she'd like to make the speech and check it off her list. She doesn't want to be in front of the room. We know this of Kate. So she was not thrilled to be sitting through the 17 minutes of her happy birthday song with the, all the verses <laughs> that even went pulp. I that birthday never song. heard that song in my life. And it was so long. I do think that's probably I why the moms why. jumped into action and scaled the wall. <laughs> yeah, the happy birthday song end. I've heard this one of but those I'll moms say, probably heard that on YouTube on repeat a thousand times. Even she was delighted to be at that party and on that dance floor. It wasn't just these moms that needed to cut loose that haven't had a girls' weekend that like were like a little bit into the shots and maybe like little moms gone wild. It was everybody found what they needed at that dance party well, even like lisa like all these women who we love and they present themselves so well and they're so much smarter than us 
they were like having so much fun and not all of them were dancing but they were like hanging out like I went to the lobby at one point and Lisa's like Jamie I'm gonna order us some pizza and I was like okay and she's having fun in lobby Lori was in the back talking to Jen like the whole like yeah. it was just so cool like and to Kate's credit her and Amanda threw this huge event they had a big day the next day they stayed the whole time they and did yeah so fun it was just we talked about this a little bit with Amanda but it was so cool how like even the speakers were part of the retreat. Like it wasn't like, oh, yes. I'm going to present to you and then go back to my room because I'm just here to like present and relax. They like hung out with everyone. It was just so cool because you just felt like everyone was on the same level. It was, it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I remember thinking like, there's no way from eight in the morning to 1130 at night. Like Kimmy was out there. She closed down the dance floor. And, yeah, and then I'm gonna, like, I'm like, make it. I'm like, it's already over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. That's the and best that's day of my life. I mean, the alcohol Sunday. might have helped with that part a little bit. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> the Sunday venue too was gorgeous. Oh, I really loved that. So last year we were packed into the venue. There was As like, though it was Saturday night table for five, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The, it, you couldn't even like move out a chair hardly in the, no. the year before and then this year it was just like open and all the space and you could maneuver around and it was so beautiful on the inside even though we were all exa- completely exhausted by that point uh, well and last Sunday. year I'll tell you there was a point during one of the speeches I had to go to the bathroom and it was like I felt so oh. embarrassed because I had to like yeah. crawl through <laughs> <laughs> which, like, they did, which is amazing for this event that it's doing so well and the, the rooms are packed and they're growing out of like they grew out of their space last year they're growing out of their space this year that's amazing yeah. uh, but this year the venue was so much bigger and it was so it was beautiful I took Hilda aside and had her take some pictures of me in some of the places and she took a few more pictures of us because it was so beautiful there yeah yeah it yeah really it was gorgeous. beautiful yeah um I had the best Bloody Mary you know you guys and I get really excited when I come to the states because we don't have Bloody Marys in Canada we have a drink called a Caesar it's not the same yeah and I like really spicy stuff and the the, the girl one of the female bartenders said about the male bartender that um he's waited his whole life for this moment because he makes his own special concoction in the back and so he brought it out and he tasted it to see how spicy he was and then not on my spoon. He had his own little dip Hello. spoon yeah. that he switched out. But it was like the best Bloody Mary I'd ever had. It was so good. Made my whole trip. <laughs> you know, I had a heck of a good cocktail there too. I just told this fella in a like sexy bartender apron that I wanted something fruity. And he made that me this- drink? Yes, it tasted mm-hmm. like that ambrosia that the Lutherans serve with the big scoop at this after Sunday. It was that the ambrosia has like Cool Whip, pistachios, mm-hmm. pudding, and then pineapple. I don't know, but that's that drink tasted like it was delish. We're not bartenders. That's- <laughs> and I'm then you called JX. I was gonna say RX. No, it's not the JX. RX. Don't Sunday. go to the RX. Still want to go to the JX. Sunday was amazing. I'll tell you, and I mean the five of us all know that we left in staggered situation because Jen's flight. And then next was Kim and Tabs. And I don't know, Jen. Again, I will say this one last time. This is not a reflection of your shoes and the volume, but each click clack of your shoes felt like a pouring out of my heart like the fact that we were leaving it was like over 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 with every footstep and then I had an emotional breakdown which 
it's probably because I was just anxious about earlier, like speaking just before that. And then I had to leave. I, I followed Kim and Tabitha out of that building. Like, Jamal, I got to go right now. I have got to leave this building. It was like so much emotion for so many days. I couldn't take it another second. Uh, your, and I was going to say your speech was so beautiful. And I cried. And Yeah, I did. Too. I got to hear that before I left. I got to hear that. Man, I had an opportunity to tell the people just how much the Coop's Troop experience has meant to me. And obviously, as a Table for Five listener, you know that these four women have changed my life a million ways. And you know that we all write together and you know that Celie's had this crazy path and we found Chris, who you also know, through the Coop's Troop. So I got to summarize that and I didn't fall over in a blubbering pile of tears until Adrian Wood's speech when I was sitting behind Kim and I must have been making the racket like somebody that I know was drowning from the Titanic in front of me or so like this awful tragedy was unfolding right in front of me. Kim kept turning around like, do you need a tissue or <laughs> what's happening to her back there? Are you going to make it over emotional? There was a several people who said, I can't look at Rachel Flanagan or I'll cry. <laughs> Amanda DeLuca said that the whole weekend. Yeah. Don't look at me. I can't look at her. Yeah. Don't wait, guys. It was a beautiful weekend. It, I mean, it really was. Okay. It was a different feel, obviously, because we were doing different things. I loved what we did. I, I just loved interviewing the people when they came off. I thought that was so fun. I like that, that side of it. Another great thing about having five of us. I don't know if any one of us could have done that on our own. Like, yeah. because we all have, you know, like even how the podcast was going to go or people showing up or all this stuff, we could all be like, Hey, you're freaking out about this. It's fine. You're freaking about this. It's fine. Like we all had like our things we were worried about. And uh, the, someone else was like, Oh, I'm not worried about that. Like right before yeah. we went on me and Taz were like, I'm kind of anxious. <laughs> and then we're like, what? You're anxious. You're fine. And then we're like, okay, let's just go do it. It was just like a great balance. And that's what, I don't know. I, like I feel it. like that. Like we had this storm, storm through it energy instead of like hold each other back. Cause one of us, at least one of us was confident about each thing. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. God. Yeah. It was amazing. And then the trek home for everyone. <laughs> I was really excited about the podcast though. Like, you know, like we're so prepared, the most prepared we've probably ever been for anything. So yeah. we killed it. We brought answers. Our step up is answers. Oh yeah. God. It's I so love cool. the cue cards, James, or the cards that we could write. I in. know those are so nice. Loved that. It's yeah, that was fun. And then actually, so I had to leave early. So I missed eight, I missed from Rachel on. And when I was pulling up in my Uber to the airport, I got a text from United and they had canceled my flight. So then I went spiraling. Anyway, I got home. The beautiful lady at United not only got me on a little bit faster flight, she upgraded me both ways into Economy Plus. (laughs) So I was in the bigger seats, which was amazing. So it all worked out. It was fine. But holy cats. (laughs) I was supposed to get that text. Add on to the drama. When you're desperate to get home, yeah. Yeah, I think. I was the only one that stayed, well, Rachel lives there, but I was the only one that stayed into Monday because I stayed back so I could edit the podcast and not have to do that at home when I had just gotten home with the kids. And I was like, I don't know how you guys all did it, like rushing out because I was like, okay, I went back to my hotel and packed, edited, went to bed and then went to the airport. But I think we were all ready to go home. It was a lot, but it was really good. I mean, I, I missed essentially even most of what Kate said, but you know, that's so far, it's like such a long, even though Minnesota, if they may have had these direct flights, it's only three and a half hours, but they don't have them. So it's like a nine hour travel day and a stop. So it's like, I either left then or literally not until the next day, you know? So it's like, ugh. but anyway, 
works out, works out. But it was all it's good. Kind of jet next year. I was saying to Amanda and I had told Kate this too. I was like, but that's what we have to do. You have to cram it into a couple days because of mm-hmm. special needs parents or caretakers, that's all you got. Like you can't yeah. be on for a long time. So I, I was like, yeah. shoved it all in by Sunday afternoon. Everyone was out of there. They were good. No one lingered because they're like, we got yeah. it all done. We got to get home. So yeah. It was nice because I ended up running into some moms at the airport, like, which didn't happen last year. So it was just like really weird. And then we had me and my husband had dinner with them. And that was nice. That was like a quiet time where you could actually talk and hear. That's a lot of the problem. It's like, so it's so hard because it's like, you can't hear at any of these things either. So it's like, it makes it really hard to like, I, for me anyways, to talk to people, but that was really nice. And we talked about Renee earlier and me and her on Sunday, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe like we didn't even get to talk this year. And she's like, I know. And then I ended up running into her at the airport and having dinner with her. So that was yeah. kind of nice too. And then, yeah, we've caught into Boston. Tons of flights were being canceled left and right. We lucked out. We had to wait an hour for our luggage, which like isn't a big deal. But like when you get in at midnight, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys ever, if anyone ever flies United, but I learned this, that if you get good service and you send in United a compliment, that employee actually gets a cash bonus. I didn't know that until after I don't, this woman saved my whole trip. I wish I would have gotten her name because she was amazing at getting me out of there. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I thought that all the people at the airport so nice. Like, yes, they I mean, were very even nice. When, even when our thing was over, like I made a joke and I was like, yeah, I go, who goes and buys tools when they're on vacation? My husband, that's who. And he, he was dying laughing. Like, yeah, they're not like that in Boston or Orlando. Let me tell you, <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> they don't find it funny. Those people are like, beep, beep, McIsaacs are here. <laughs> McIsaacs and MCO. They're just so alone. nice. They're all just so nice. It's like, it's so funny. Like, I feel Minnesota, like Minnesota, like, I was, I'm grateful rush, that rush, people rush. had so many good moments in Minnesota because last year, you guys, I tell you what, I didn't remember it was so salty, but that episode was salt. It was. Listen, shaking. I come back just for those the- potatoes. We were disappointed <laughs> by the Minnesota nice last year. Yeah. It was- I was at least expecting fake nice last year. We didn't hear no. <laughs> the people who give one F, <laughs> not one. Well, so the biggest takeaway for me in, in like the recap that we've not really discussed with other people is, but now we're just sitting at our table, our proverbial tables back. We're in our boxes, ladies. <laughs> How many people asked you guys if we're going to do a retreat? A lot. A lot. Quite a few. Yeah. Ah, I have to say a lot. That's, I mean. One of the questions that we didn't really have an answer to was what's our big picture. And I know just from that we're in this last series that we've planned in this big collection, I can hardly wait for a meeting and to discuss what happens next for us. Because again, you guys, I'm so proud of us. It was amazing. It, it really yeah. wasn't to be a part of it. It was amazing. And it was really nice. The amount of people that came up to us and were like, we love your podcast. Oh my God. And they were like gushing over us. It was just so funny, you know? I just thought that was so cool. There's a lot I actually of- had a lot of people say to me, I know you're not a hugger, but can I give you a hug? Because <laughs> we were talking about how I don't like to be touched. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it was cool. Tab, somebody came up to you about your book. Like, yeah, I mean, that was it so just sweet. Julie. Oh, yeah. when Bridget what about Josephine's mother? What? Josephine's mom that was cutting a rug on the dance floor. She oh, sure yeah. was. Yeah, she was. Yeah, there was amazing. a couple of mom-daughter combos that just kept taking my Yeah. Yes, the, where were um, the ladies with the dark hair from? Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Jamie took a piece of pizza. That was the first night. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Let's actually, let me, let me be real clear. Uh, we may have to recut that first intro. 
We want to dedicate this episode to Melissa, who's had the cheese curds ordered on the Friday night when the food didn't come out for hours and hours and hours. Oh my gosh. And then Melissa's cheese curds came toward our table and I go, those are mine. And Jennifer, who already remembered me by name, was like, you're, you're not, not Melissa. It was hilarious. <laughs> and she walked away and gave Melissa the jean skirts. And then Melissa <laughs> and we were like this. shared. Oh. And then Rachel and I went up to Melissa's table. We're like, can we have some of your jean skirts? We've been and waiting 45 Did minutes. We know her? Yeah, yeah she Melissa, was one of the moms. She's oh, one okay. of the incredible well, moms that was that's there. That's semi-better then. We dedicated this episode to her. So we told her we would dedicate this recap to Melissa with the cheese curds. I'm glad mm-hmm. you remembered that, Rachel. Yeah, hold it right out there in the end for you. Melissa. And it was just like this huge joke that everybody's like, you're not Melissa. You're not <laughs> Melissa. Jennifer said it just like that too. She's like, you're not Melissa. Oh. Rachel's like, oh, I thought those were my I saw curds. a hot bowl of cheese curds coming at me and I'm like, that's mine. This was after we had been waiting like 45 minutes for the cheese curds. So yeah, it was understanding. Mm-hmm. The pizza. But listen, next year, I'm going to bring my own I-9 for them. I'm just going to jump behind the counter, make a couple of cocktails, get the thing. Moving. I almost did. I, I mean, almost Rachel made some literally was right like there. being a cocktail waitress while she was there. <laughs> I couldn't like, handle it. Going? I, yeah. I almost offered. I could sling some drinks. Want me to make you a Bloody Mary? You got it. Let us back there. Bartended and cocktail waitress all through law school. And there you go. College. <laughs> Sling some drinks. Woodbury. Well, guys, dirty. I just want to tell you, I love you so much. I'm proud as hell of us about both what we've created and who we are and showing up for each other. That was the trifecta, not a both. And I really hope that next time we all get on a plane to arrive someplace together, that there's a little bit more R&R in there. And that there's like some chill if we are not hosting the retreat. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> anyway, that's... take a chance. Go to the retreat, people. Go yes. to the retreats, people. Find mm-hmm. one. Find, find one. a friend. Find a friend. Thanks, everyone. Don't find friends if they're hungry. <laughs> that is how you find friends. You feed them. Oh, that's true. All yeah. right. We'll do that. Love you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, Thank everyone. You. Thank you for joining us at the table for this episode. Check out the description to find where you can sign up for our newsletter, how to become a supporter, and find links to us individually. Join us next Monday for more. And while you wait, check out our content on Facebook and Instagram. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen. To contact us, you can email us at tableforfivepodcasts at gmail.com. We can't wait to sit with you again.